There is a lot of anger in our world today. Anger over uh, racism, anger over the perceived racism, anger over injustice, anger over just about anything, anger over politics, anger over um, you name it, people are angry. The Bible has a lot to say about angry, and that's what we're here for. This is Life 66, and this is Pastor Greg. I want to talk about this, the subject of anger today. You know, in the Bible, it does say that you can actually be uh, righteous and be angry at the same time, that there's a right way to be angry, uh, to be angry at injustice or to be angry at someone harming someone else. And Jesus even got angry when his temple was misused by the money changers, and they were um, just abusing the, the worship of God's, of God's temple. And he got angry, but he got angry in, angry in the right way, an angry that was redemptive, an anger that was um, for a good purpose that would move people to be better, um, not to harm them or to, to, um, to destroy them in any way, to destroy their reputation. Uh, so, so we've got to talk about this subject because everybody seems to be angry in some way. People are angry because of COVID-19, angry because they're shut in. And, uh, and I got to admit that I've been angry. I've been angry at that. I thought it was frustrating to be sheltered in place, and we still are here in Santa Clara Valley. Um, I've been angry about that. I've been angry about the injustice in the world. I've been angry about the manipulation about the injustice in the world. And, and those that would take advantage of it for their own gain. The anger uh, is something I'm, I'm familiar with. And I've got, got to always remember to be anger, angry for the right reasons and not angry for the wrong reasons and watch how I control my own anger. So let's talk about this. Um, most of the time our anger is, is interpersonal. So what do you do when, when you just don't like someone or something? Uh, how do you handle that? And uh, first of all, the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is self-control, that we do have the opportunity or the ability to control our anger. Now, of course, the closer you are to the Lord, maybe the easier it is to do that. If you're far from Him, then your sin nature takes over. Um, But what do you do? How do you be self-controlled in the face of anger when someone has violated you, has been unfair to you, uh, your sense of right and wrong has been violated, and you see someone not considering someone else. That's something I really get angry about when I see someone abusing someone else or treating them unfairly. It gets me very, very angry. Um, What do we do? Jesus warns us that if we have anger in our heart towards someone, that it's really the seed of murder. That the Ten Commandments say, do not murder. But Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount said, yes, you've heard it said, "Do uh, do not murder. But if you're even angry with your brother... Now, this is, this is the, the vengeful, I want to harm you um, kind of anger, not the righteous anger that I'm talking about here. So if you have that root in your heart that says, I really want to hurt you, I want to do something bad to you, uh, I have a, 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 just an evil thought about you because I'm angry. And Jesus said, if you even call your brother a fool, you're in danger of the fire of hell. So it's that anger inside that is not self-controlled. That is uh, has been turned loose, and you can often often tell by the inner monologue that you have. Uh, what are your thoughts about that person? What are your what are the words that you'd like to say but you maybe didn't say? Maybe you said the words out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks, and so maybe you went ahead and just let fire and just blasted that person in anger because you wanted to hurt them and you wanted to frustrate them uh, because of what they did. So we've got to learn to be self controlled. 
and to watch our tongue. James says, be slow to anger, be slow to anger. And we've got to take that uh, really, really to heart. Now, to be, to be self-controlled, it helps to know what kind of person you are and what kind of, of uh, anger comes out of you. There are really four types of angry people. One is the maniac. The maniac is that explosive temper. They're like a stick of dynamite that they blow big and strong, but then the dust settles quickly and it's over and they get over it. Uh, Cain in the Bible may have been a, a angry maniac when he got mad at his, his brother. Well, he actually got mad at God for not accepting his sacrifice, but then he got mad at his brother Abel and, and he just exploded and he killed him. Uh, obviously, a, a really bad, bad way to lose your self-control is to be the maniac. Number two is the mute. The mute's, he's like a volcano or maybe like a crock pot. He'll boil and boil and boil and boil, but he keeps it all inside doesn't reveal feelings, doesn't uh, just pretends he's not mad, denies that he's angry. Uh, they just won't admit it. It's like giving away control if they admit it. And this person just kills themselves inside. They develop high blood pressure and ulcers and headaches and have tension and backache, just all kinds of stuff that goes wrong with someone who holds it all inside. And, uh, you know, Jeremiah might have been a, a mute, uh, angry person when he said, um, I stayed by myself and was filled with anger. Why do I keep suffering? Why are my wounds incurable? Why won't they heal? That he's just holding it in and, and isolated himself. The, the, the third one is the martyr. The martyr is the self-pitying person. They get angry and they just throw pity parties. Uh, they punish themselves and they can be passive. Um, when someone gets them really angry, they retreat and say, well, it must have been my fault or what's wrong with me? A lot of words that come out of them are, I should have, or I must have done this, or I ought to have done that. And, and the martyr gets depressed. They just internalize things, and they're, they're not blaming someone else. They blame themselves. Uh, maybe the prodigal son's brother uh, in, in Luke may have been one of those people. It says he got so angry that he wouldn't go to the party. And he told his father, I'm not going in because I'm mad. Uh, that might have been the martyr throwing a, a self-pity party. The fourth one is a manipulator. They don't get mad on the outside. They just get even. Uh, this is the retaliator, but they do it sneaky. This is the person that will throw an underhanded sarcasm or a jab or, an, or will indirectly you know, get back at you. They'll say something mean and they'll say, well, can't you take a joke? Um, religious people can be manipulators. So they'll use God's word or, or spiritual things to, to dig you or get at you. Uh, when they're mad, they may pretend to be nice, but then they'll throw uh, you know mud all over you. Uh, a lot of TV plots, you know, have the manipulator where someone's been harmed, and so they get sneaky about it and they get revenge uh, in a in a very you know clever and sneaky way. James one nineteen twenty says, "Be slow to become angry, for man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires." Ephesians four says, "In your anger, do not sin." So you can be angry for the right reasons, and that's righteous reasons, helpful reasons to improve and uh, uh, angry against things that are hurting others. Uh, but if you're angry at somebody, then the first thing is you've got to really learn to be self-controlled uh, and find out what kind of angry person you are. Are you the maniac, the explosive one, the mute who holds it in, the martyr who's self-pitying? Or the manipulator, who's that sneaky one who, who tries to get back at others. 
well, what, what do you do when someone doesn't like you? Maybe you're not angry at them, but you realize they're angry at you and they don't like you. Well, Jesus said in that same Sermon on the Mount chapter, he says, if somebody, you know somebody has something against you, leave the, leave the church, leave your gift at the altar and go be reconciled. Now, we got to make sure we understand this. This is not someone you're mad at and they don't know it. This is someone that you know is mad at you. Someone's offended you. You don't want to go to someone that has no clue and you go to them and say, you know, I just want you to know for the last eight years, I've been mad at you and I've been stewing. I think you're the biggest jerk ever. You know, what's that going to help? He doesn't even know. If you're mad like that, you got to deal with yourself and deal with your own bitterness in your own heart. But if you know you've offended someone else and you've hurt them, then you've got to go to them and you've got to make it right. First, even before you worship, even before you serve the Lord, God says, I won't even listen to your prayer. You've got to make that right with that person that you've offended. Romans 12, 18 says, if it is possible, as far as it is up to you, live at peace with everyone. So if this is up to you, if you have a decision to make it right, you go make it right. Sometimes you can't. The person won't let you or you try and they reject you. Well, then you can you know, brush the, the dust off of yourself and say, okay, I tried. It's on them then. What do you do when you don't like each other? That there's a, there's a dispute and you, you, you're frustrated with them. They're frustrated with you. Maybe it's a husband-wife thing or a friend thing. And uh, you know, keep short accounts. The rule here is keep short accounts. Uh, Matthew 5, again, says, settle matters quickly with the person who's taking you to court. If there's an issue, settle it quickly. Keep it short. Get it dealt with. You know, time does not heal all wounds. Wounds get more infected if you leave them uh, to themselves. And when infection sets in, it'll kill you. Ephesians 4.26 says, Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. In other words, don't go to bed mad. Deal with it. Talk it through and, and, and fix it before you go to bed. 1 Corinthians 6.7 says, this is about lawsuits, says the very fact that you have lawsuits among you means that you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? So sometimes if you know there's a dispute, sometimes it's better just to say, you know, peace and unity is better than going through this. You know, we went through this in the, in the church a while back that uh, someone was supposed to do some work for us, and it was a, a Christian person. And uh, they took our, our down payment, and they basically just stole it. Didn't finish the work, spent all the money, and, uh, and, and stole the money. And so many said, you know, sue them. And well, but the Bible says don't have lawsuits, that there was a dispute. And I was angry about it. Uh, well, I left it to the Lord, prayed about it, and God actually provided somebody else to do the work better. And uh, yeah, we were out some money, but the Lord uh, replaced that and his blessings. So we kept our own peace about ourselves and um, didn't, didn't violate God's word and doing something that we shouldn't have done. So if you're mad at somebody, you need self-control. you got to really practice that and, and find out or, or discern what kind of angry person you are. If someone's angry with you, go repair it. Make the first step. Be the bigger person and fix that, recognizing that if you don't, God doesn't even hear your prayers. Uh, if you know that there's a dispute, you're both angry at each other, Keep short accounts, reach out, settle the matter quickly. And it could be any kind of dispute, but be the person who will reach out first. Sometimes if you reach out and they reject you, it's on them. And uh, then you're, you're free. Let me just give you seven quick last things 
uh, practical things to, to help just keep your anger in check. Number one, if you're starting to get angry, you feel it, just stop, breathe, and contemplate God's amazing grace. And I do that all the time. When I'm mad, I think, you know what, I'm frustrated, I'm upset, but God is so good. He is so gracious. He is so gentle. He is so loving. He is so kind. And he loves the person I'm mad at just as much as he loves me. So I've got to complicate or contemplate God's amazing grace. Number two, be aware of stressful, frustrating, or hurried situations. In other words, if you're if you're in a in a in a hurry, you're in a rush, you're 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 stressed by that. Be aware. That's a real easy time to get angry. And if something very little, a little match can be tossed into a you know a, a pool of gasoline and set that thing off. So be aware when you're already stressed and frustrated and in a hurry. Number three, keep rested. Get some good sleep. Just keep your mind at peace by, by keeping your body rested. When you're tired and you, you know, you're getting your, uh, just you know, kind of hangry, um, you know, get some rest, eat right, take care of your body, and you tend to be angry a little bit less. Number four, discern the hurt inside of you that might be causing your anger. You know, a lot of times we get angry because it, that, that situation touched a nerve. It touched a raw spot. And I know that that's what happens to me, that, uh, you know, I often think back to wrongs that were done to me and things that were said. And then so when I hear somebody say something or do something wrong to somebody else, I get mad uh, because I felt the pain. Or when somebody, you know, touches that raw spot and, and disrespects me or, or overlooks me, I, I tend to get angry. And so I've got to watch and, and discern, wait a minute, that's coming from a hurt in me, not necessarily what the other person is even doing but it's my hurt that they've touched. So be aware of that. Number five, pray that God will give you, uh, just to bring healing to your hurt and give you peace. If you know those hurts are there, ask God to heal them. If the hurts are healed, then there's no raw spot left. There's nothing raw. It's, it's healed. It's covered over. So pray and ask God to heal those things, and that will help you in, in, with your anger. Number six, pray for the person you're angry at and ask God to bless them. I'll tell you what, this one's hard. This one's really, really hard. Uh, there's a couple of people in my life, I got to admit, that uh, I've, I've been angry with. And uh, when I go before the Lord and I, and I start to pray for them, and I, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm no, I'm no perfect saint here. That Sometimes I just say, yeah, I don't want to pray for them. I'm angry and I'm frustrated, but that's in me now. That frustration and bitterness is in my heart. It's not affecting them at all. So I've got to deal with my own stuff. So I pray for them, and man, as I pray for them, it's really hard to be angry at them and ask God to bless them. And number seven, see the image of God in every person. See the image of God, that, that God made that person in his image, and he loves them just as much as he loves you. He died for them just as much as he died for you. And we've got to see them that way. And in a world where, where it's just crazy, where, where somebody else has a different political view as you, see them in the image of God. When someone else is doing something vile, we don't have to love the action. The action can make you angry, but the person, see them as someone God died for and gave his life for. It's powerful. So I, I've got to leave you with all these things. Let's just, let me just leave you with one verse, Proverbs 29, 11. It says this, a fool gives vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. That's a powerful verse. If you want to let anger get control of you, the Bible says you're a fool. But a wise person keeps himself under control. And that's on us. 
We've got to practice this and learn to turn our anger over to the Lord, to um, submit our, our frustrations to Him, and to work through these areas of if you're mad at someone, practice self-control and learn what kind of angry person you are so you can deal with it more effectively. If you know someone's mad at you, take the first step and fix it. If you're mad at each other, settle it quickly. Keep short accounts. Hope this has been helpful for you. This is Pastor Greg. I hope that you'll, in these crazy times, not let yourself become angry, but instead keep yourself under control because that's what a wise person does. Take care. This is Life 66. Talk to you soon.